Real Talk with Roderick Cotter. Hey, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Real Talk with yours truly, Roderick Carter. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast, all right? Real Talk starts right now. This is your brother in Christ, Roderick Carter. How you doing? Today in my studio, we're going to be talking with Apostle Verl Howard. But before she comes, I want to read uh, some things about her. Now, she's been in ministry for quite some time but in addition to that she's also done work in music ministry she's the founder of hand to hand global ministry which aids in helping the less fortunate globally and apostle howard has been invited to do ministry in various countries like bermuda aruba trinidad israel nairobi kenya zimbabwe poland germany just to name a fraction of the places that she's been. She also has a desire to do more outreach with medical supplies, food, clothing, and shoes for those less fortunate. She feels that what she is doing is just not enough. You can also check out her second book, which is called God is My Ticket Out of the Ghetto. That was dedicated to raising money for Africa. She notes that God has purposely connected her internationally for the purpose of kingdom building and helping those in need worldwide. The church has become so engrossed in religion and not relationship so that the outreach ministry suffers. Relationship with Christ makes you kingdom minded is what Apostle Howard likes to say and kingdom minded makes you help the needy. Hello, Apostle Howard. How you doing today, my brother Roderick? So glad to be on the line with you. Amen. It's a blessing and an honor to have you. You know, I was reading, you know, checking things out and reading up about you, looking at YouTube videos, and sister, you are everywhere. Wow. You mean you caught my YouTube videos? I looked at a few YouTube videos. I really enjoyed the one on TBN. That was very touching. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, amen. Amen. So tell us a little bit about your ministry. Well, um, it's a ministry that has been defined by God. And I say that because um, the result of it, where I am right now, has to do with all the trials and the tribulation and the heartache and the disappointments, the letdowns, but also the victories, the overcoming, the triumphing, and that God has allowed me to go through. So those things have defined me to be the servant that I am, which is to make sure that I fulfill my purpose and my assignment as God has ordained it, that I am led and guided by the Holy Spirit to do that, that he has called me to do. And first and foremost, that I'm able to be utilized to win as many souls as possible over to Christ. Amen. Now, how did you get started in ministry? And, and at what age did you get started? It's funny you would say that because I did not grow up in church. I was not ministry bound. I had no clue as to how you even become a minister. Wow. Um, I had no desire to be a minister. I got into ministry because there was a calling on my life that I did not know was on my life. Okay. And it wasn't until after some very serious trials that I started really listening to the voice of the Lord, even as a sinner. I could hear God telling me, daughter, okay, you either going to come on this side or there's no reason to keep going on because I have need of you. Wow. And um, so 
after a car caught on fire that I put the fire out of on my way to a pro football game, you know, to be <laughs> hot to trot with some hold NFL up, hold ball up, hold players. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute now. <laughs> so we can add to your resume, firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. I tell you. He, God will use you, won't he? <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But that was kind of like the last straw. I had so many things happen, and then that car caught on fire on the highway, and it was less than an inch from my gas tank. And wow. when the fire engine people came, they said, who put this out? And I said, I did. And I was more concerned about Ooh. the materialism than my own self-worth or my own value or my own life. And so God spoke to me. He said, daughter, he said, how many more situations do I need to allow to happen before I can get your attention? Mm. And I said, well, God, you got my attention. And so I rode up in church one day. I knew that I couldn't go any longer. I think I had hot pants on, shades on, a tank top on, looking, you know, like a hot mama. <laughs> and that day, other uh, people said, you know, are you going to be back? And I looked at them like, whatever. And that next week I was back. And then from there, I got, you know, it was all history. Amen. Wow. So now you have the title apostle. So um, how long have you been pastoring or how long have you been in terms of not necessarily being saved, but in 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 the seat or the authority of ministry? Oh, wow. Mm, never really thought about it. Probably about mm, maybe 11, 12 years, somewhere around there. Um, yeah, probably about 11 years. Okay. Yeah, somewhere. Because I started out, I went through different steps. I started out, first of all, as a reverend. And I was about to be licensed to, you know, you could be a pastor as a reverend, but I was about to be licensed for the next level as an elder to be a pastor and then I shifted and went to a non-denominational church and then became ordained as a, a minister all over again and then from there I became ordained as an elder then from there became a pastor then from there an apostle so uh, it's been a journey and um, probably uh, took as long as it did because I was fighting it or the mm -hmm. distractions or things and you know not wanting to get rid of fleshly things and understanding the seriousness of the call and when God has anointed you to be a leader I just didn't want to disappoint God and his people so I kind of ran from it for a while wow so once I finally stopped running against brick walls and getting banged up I would say I accepted the ministry and been working in it probably about 12 years or maybe it's a little longer than that because I started out as a minister, you know, as a reverend. So it's been a good little piece. Okay. So as you all can hear, we're not talking to, we're not talking to someone who uh, just decided that they wanted the title of an apostle. We're talking about somebody who has labored in the field and went through the proper chains um, in ministry to reach the level of apostleship. Amen. <laughs> so, listen, well, I have to say that because so many people are becoming bishops now and they just got out of college. They ain't never been a pastor, never, you know, they never did anything. And I'm like, oh, you bishop now. Okay, all right. God bless mm -hmm. you. So we fast they forward. They don't understand what comes with that, though. Yes. They really don't. When you shift like that, the warfare shifts, the trials shift, the mm. responsibility shifts. 
you know, the way people are watching you on a microscope shift, you almost mm-hmm. have to be perfect. You can't have an issue. You can't make mistakes. You have to be flawless to people. They expect you to be superhuman. So people don't understand the responsibility that comes with that shift. That's right. It's not, it's not as easy as people think, you know. I'm not perfect. I will tell anybody. I am I am far from it. But people expect you because you are an apostle or you know you are in ministry on a high level that you do no wrong 24/7. I'm right. striving to make it in just like everybody else and I understand the responsibility of a title that is attached to my name. And I try to tell people it's not really a title, it's part of the fivefold ministry out right. of Ephesians 4 that says first you have apostles, you have your prophets, you know, you have your pastors, your evangelists, you know, so it's part of the it, it is part of what is needed as the foundation for building God's house. Amen. It's a calling. You're listening to Real Talk with Roderick D. Carter. We'll be back right after this. Where can you go to get the most of your advertising dollars? RadioTweetDomination.com And where can you go to put your message in front of 7,000 plus people every day? RadioTweetDomination.com That's right. With RadioTweetDomination, your ad will be played on two popular internet radio stations to thousands of people. With RadioTweetDomination.com, your ad will be blasted to 7,000 plus people every single day. So what are you waiting for? If you're trying to promote your event, if you're trying to promote your website, maybe you're trying to promote your book, maybe you're trying to promote products that you have for sale online, RadioTweetDomination.com is where you want to be. That's www.radiotweetdomination.com. Get your advertisement in our 30-day rotation. Again, that's www.radiotweetdomination.com. You're listening to WNIA Gospel Radio. And we want you to take the experience everywhere you go. It's the brand new Android app for WNIA Gospel Radio. It's the best app ever. That's right. We have a brand new app and we call it WNIA Gospel on the go. Not only will you be able to listen to us in CD quality, but you will be able to make requests right from the app. So get it today. Download the app right now. And now is Real Talk with Roderick Carter, featuring my special guest, Apostle Verrill Howard. Jump forward in, in today. You, 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 you've had me into ministry. Um, and now I see that you went into gospel entertainment. How did that come about? That's funny. People ask me that all the time. <laughs> I was not trained to be in the field of entertainment. I actually went to school to be a doctor. Um <laughs> I have quite a few degrees in science, and I thought that I was going to be practicing as a doctor with 3.5 children, a white picket (laughs) fence, some horses running around in the back, and a beamer. Okay. And God had another plan. And at some point, the Lord pulled me out of the field of medicine and put me into uh, the education arena, but also into the entertainment arena. Now, I always had a love and a desire to be in entertainment. When I was younger, I wanted to act. I used to be in pageants, um, used to tap dance, model, you name it. But my parents, uh, who are very educated, sent me to get all those college degrees. So the Lord just pretty much brought me back around to that I have a passion for. And that just happens to be the art. 
My mom put me in, my dad and mom put me in clarinet lessons when I was a little girl. And so I've always been around musical instruments and the whole artsy thing, but yet I was groomed to go into a higher level of education. Okay. So, so the Lord, so that thing that the Lord had put inside of me, that burning desire, it surfaced back up after I got saved that I came to know who God was. And then God began to define why there was such a desire for the art. Amen. So during this transitional period, at what point did you write the book, God is my ticket out of the ghetto? I wrote that book a couple of years ago. I'm actually working on another one because it's time for another one. But I've been so busy that I haven't been able to sit still and get the other books edited. But what happened was, um, you know, the Lord said to Abraham, I'll make your name great. I'm going to multiply you, you know, and God spoke great prosperity over Abraham in all areas Mm -hmm. of his life for generations to come. And when the Lord speaks that, even in today to modern day Christians, a lot of times we have a tendency to doubt. We have a tendency to put God in a box. We restrict him. We constrict him. We disbelieve. You know, when he says he could do the impossible thing through us and with us. And so God has spoken greatness over me years ago. And and I, I thought, how? You know, my credit's bad. Um, my body's ailing me right now. Um, I can just go on and on. Right. You know? <laughs> and I'm just talking real. This was years ago. I was thinking like this. You know, all that credit messed up from medical school and sicknesses where the enemy was trying to take me out and just issues. Mm. And I said, well, God, you know, I don't see how you're going to do this with me. And so the Lord said, daughter, you have a microscopic mindset. Your mindset is ghetto. He said, your mindset is sectional. That's what ghetto means, like a section. He said, your mindset is sectional. And I said, wow. And he said, if I said you're healed, you're whole. He said, if I said you're delivered, you're free. If I said Mm -hmm. you're blessed, you're prosperous. Mm -hmm. You know, if I said you have a business, just go and claim the land. So God dealt with me about trying to minimize the promise that he had spoken over my life. And he said, daughter, you're not the only one that I've told things to and the expectancy of them moving swiftly with what I have spoken to them has been contrary to how I would want my daughters and my sons to move. So I need you to write this book and tell them to step out of their own mindset. It's based on Romans 12, 1 and 2, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm -hmm. And God said to really allow Christ to think through my mindset. And then that way, if I'm thinking with the mindset of Christ, then I'm thinking infinitely. And Mm. there's no box that we can put God in. Amen. Well, well spoken. If you want that book, I think everybody needs to go and get that book. It's called... God is my ticket out of the ghetto. Make sure you pick up God is my ticket out of the ghetto today. Now, where can they get that book from? They can get it from Amazon. And if they want to get it from me, they will have to visit my website because for me, they'll get an autographed copy. And my website is www.iamgodswoman.com. And on that website, um, that actually is an entertainment conference I do. Um, with women, well, men come to it called uh, God's Woman in Music, Ministry, Business, and Entertainment. Okay. 
where we try to bring film producers, TV executives, radio people, record executives, anything a person needs to take their ministry to another level. But they can go on that website at IamGodsWoman.com. They can email me. They can order the book. And we will autograph it and get it right back to them. All right. That is www.IamGodsWoman.com. Okay. So now you're in the entertainment business. I see that you have um, connections with Ty Scott Records and E1 Gospel and probably several others. Um, who are you working with currently? Quite a few people. Okay. Um, my, I have artists on those labels. On Ty Scott, I'm working with KCJ, who's been number one for weeks mm -hmm. with that awesome song, Fill Me Up, and she has a new album. Um also working with Ruth La Atra. She has a song called Count It All Joy in which she was just nominated for two stellars as a new artist doing wonderful things. She's on Ty Scott. Okay. Uh, on Ty Scott, we have Pastor Clarita Haddon, who's Dietrich Haddon's little sister. And she used to sing with him with Dietrich Haddon and VLU. And she's on uh, LXW Choir. I mean, LXW, yeah, LXW Choir album. And recently, she opened up on the Stellars with Dietrich leading the song This Is My City her and Dorinda Clark and some others and I'm working with Pastor Wes Morgan okay. uh, we all know Pastor Wes Morgan he's a phenomenal singer um, also work with Brian Courtney Wilson um, my baby I like to call him that because I consider <laughs> him a song his name is Todd Delaney he's on E1 Gospel and he sings the song Pulling Me Through but he has a new album coming out and his new single is a remake of the anthem by Planet Shakers so mm, okay. we are we're excited about that I mean it's off the chain <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be dropping soon um, doing a little work here and there with Jessica Reedy um, Crystal Akins, Leandra Johnson and just a host of others God has blessed me to be able to and Jay Moss I do some bookings with Jay Moss's manager uh, we've gone out the country and everything else okay. on engagements and also Michelle Williams uh, who, of course, we know her from Destiny's right. Child. I, I've been working with Michelle doing booking. So God has blessed me to work with some awesome artists and to be helpful in catapulting their ministry from one dimension to the next. Now, in what capacity do you work with these artists? Different capacity. Okay. Anything from being a booking manager or manager or working with the record companies if the record companies hire me to do promotion. So it could be in any facet. Gotcha. It just depends on wh whichever the artists we're talking about. So um, I work, I've been working with Dietrich Haddon the longest. I've been with him for 25 albums. Wow. And yeah, okay. so I've watched his career shift over the years. And I remember when Dietrich came to me and said, oh, I got a TV idea. And then next thing I know, two years later, five years later, three years later, it's a TV show, you know. Um, so it's been wonderful watching him catch hold of the promises and the vision that God has given him and then bring them to life. Yeah. Not just talk about them, but bring them to life. Amen. So um, I work with these artists in different capacities, but very closely. I, you know, communicate with them very frequently throughout the day. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so I've been blessed to be a part of their ministry. Now, as you know, here on um, WNIA Gospel Radio, we 
We play a lot of independent artists mixed in with the nationally known artists. And um, from conversations and emails I've gotten from those independent artists, some of them can be uh, pretty discouraged. What would you say to uh, a gospel artist who is out there and they're, you know, they're doing their thing and they're doing their best? What words of encouragement would you have for an artist who has who feels like that maybe things are just not happening for them? Mm-hmm. Well, let me talk about Ruth Law Andre, who was just nominated for two stellars. Ruth Law Andre has been out here in the industry for a while. Her dad is a radio announcer, and so she's grown up around the industry. She's some backup. You know, I've watched her grow up from a child as well, a teenager. But she was patient for the timing of God. There's okay. a season and a timing for everything. So this was her season to be nominated for those two stellars. With um, You can't get discouraged. This is not an easy industry. There are multiple singers out there who are phenomenal. Yes. And if you get discouraged, you might get discouraged the day before your breakthrough is coming. Mm. And I think about Casey J. You know, you all might not have known her two years ago, this even a year ago. But she was patient. She endured. She believed the promise. She didn't give up. She kept pressing on. She kept being ministry focused. And then one day, God decided today is the day. Let me breathe on this and take it to number one. All right. So God can shift it just like that. Just and that's like what that. I would tell anybody. You know, if you're aspiring to do this, you can't be weak at the knees. You really got to have some backbone. You have to be steadfast and unmovable. And you've got to trust that if God really spoke it over you, then it is going to come to pass. Because you can't waver. If you're going to waver and you're going to doubt, like it talks about in the book of James, then you're not going to make it in the industry. Mm. You have to believe in that gift that is inside of you. Trust the gift that God has imparted in you and and prepare for the time when God releases you on another level. Amen. Well spoken. Now, artist, you've heard from Apostle Howard on your music career. Please take that to heart. Please live by that. This is someone who is currently and has been working with artists that you know and heard and see on TV all the time. Um, are there any new projects coming out that uh, we need to be on the lookout for? Oh, yes, yes. Be reminded that uh, Todd Delaney's project on E1 Gospel, Brian Courtney Wilson has one out now that just came out. A single came out on um, Motown Records. Okay. Pastor Clarita's single will be dropping soon on Ty Scott's album. KCJ has a full album project coming out right now. We have the single out, which is Fill Me Up, but she has her album that will be coming out. Um, and, I, I mean, there's so many. Dietrich has a new... <laughs> He, he has a new single that's going to drop real soon on E1 Gospel. So, yeah, just tell your listeners to watch out. It's about to be popping in a second. This summer, these summer sounds that are coming out, oh, my goodness. So, yes, look for their uh, new CDs very, very soon. In the next month or two, you should be hearing their CD. Amen. Now, what about your ministry? Do you have any upcoming events or projects that your ministry is doing? Well, a couple of things. With the hand-to-hand global ministry, of course, we're always praying and looking for the opportunity to be able to go to um, someone who's in need. We've taken people out of the country to assist people who are less than privileged with uh, respect to school supplies, personal hygiene supplies, and just to go uplift them in ministry. Um, 
and we're preparing for another location. I'm before the Lord trying to hear where I am to take the mission team next. Okay. In addition to that, um, the hand-to-hand global ministry, we are emerging and doing some work with a ministry called God's Love International Ministry, which is in the Silver Spring area. And um, two apostles have come together, me and the chief apostle, named Apostle Pierre Bennett. He and I have decided to walk together on this kingdom journey and try to do ministry work together, whether it's with the homeless, whether it's deliverance, healing, prophetic, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And it's very rare that you see pastors come together like that to um, support one another and walk closely. So we're doing some work with that. And then also I have my conference coming up in October, which is the God's Women in Music, Ministry, Business, and Entertainment. That's going to be held this year in the D.C. metropolitan area. We rotate it every year. Okay. We're going into our third year. Last year we were in Florida. And the year before that we were in Raleigh. So we're working on that. And this, you shouldn't ask me this question, Brother <laughs> Roderick. Got, got quite a bit coming up. Um, I'm hosting a concert with the Philadelphia Soul football team. Uh, it's a professional hmm. arena football team in Philadelphia in April, April the 18th. And KCJ and Ruth LaAtra are two of the artists I'm working with who will be on that concert. And a uh, pretty big event. It's 17,000 uh, wow. people the arena holds. So we're excited about that and doing the work with that. And so a host of other concerts, you know, I can just keep going on and on and on, but there's a host of other concerts and ministry events that are coming up at the forefront. Oh, I do want to say this. There's a cruise that I will be preaching on, Mm. but that's not until August, August the 23rd (laughs) through the 30th. And I'm excited about that because um, we're going to, I do believe, Cozumel, Mexico, Jamaica, some other places, but... To have the opportunity to minister on the waters like that is just awesome to me. Amen. Well, we got to definitely have you back and talk about that. Amen. Oh, yes. <laughs> Amen. Yes, we can invite some of your listeners to come out with us on the water. That's right. And we don't want them to try to step out on the water. Don't do but, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't do but that. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, to come out and fellowship with us on the water, it's going to be great. Uh, I do believe the whole... The young lady who is doing it, her name is Rosalind Willis out of Texas, because we're leaving out of, I think, Galveston, Texas, and it's a week cruise, and um, she's pretty much trying to get that whole boat and just have ministry on there for that whole week. Wow. So we're very, very excited about that. Well, in case you're just tuning in, we're talking with Apostle Verl Howard. Do you have any parting words to our listening audience? Well, I just, first of all, want to thank you for having me. Uh, you know, it's always a blessing to do an interview and to allow someone to speak to the ear gates of the people who thank chime you. into your station. Mm. So I want to thank you for that because, you know, visually in your ears, um, those two components are so important with respect to ministry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what we listen to can dictate a lot of things. If you put some sour music, some lustful music, some music with some cussing in it, or music that is degrading to your spirit in you, mm. then the outcome of that may be you cussing, or you, you, you right. understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So these ear gates are so important, so I thank God for the ear gates, as well as television and the eye gates, 
And uh, so God has entrusted you with an awesome responsibility to minister to those that tune onto your station just to get that encouraging word or that encouraging song that's going to make the difference in their day. And I just want to encourage your listeners, you know, to hang in there. Don't give up. I know the fight sometimes can be rough, but know that God is Jehovah Nisi. He's your banner. Mm. God is your provider. God is your peace. He's Jehovah Shalom. God will not forsake you. He will never leave you. And God has already walked the victory out. He's just waiting for you to catch up with the day. Mm. So keep pressing on so you can walk the day, the timing, the season of your victory. And by all means, don't give up because the enemy wants us to throw in a towel. He wants us to get despondent, discouraged, and just downtrodden and to give up on the purpose and the dreams that God has given us. I just want to encourage them to not give up on that that God has spoken over them. Well, that's about all the time we have today on Real Talk with Roderick. My special guest was Apostle Vero Howard. You can find out more about her by going to her website at www.iamgodswoman.com. Again, that's iamgodswoman.com. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in on today. If you would like to hear the replay of this, you can go to Real Talk. RoderickCarter.com. Again, that's realtalk.roderickcarter.com. You can listen to this interview as well as past interviews. Always remember that it's written in the Word of God that things that are impossible for man are possible with God. God bless you.